This is the Seafair Investor Podcast, bringing you the tides of investing and personal finance from to millennial seafarers and alike. I'm your host, Soshin, a full-time seafarer, value investor, and a personal finance enthusiast. Welcome to episode 25. Today's episode will be a solo one as I plan now to have a solo episode in between interviews to have a more diverse mix in my content. Anyway, in this episode, I will talk about why timing the market won't do you any good. What I mean is it's you trying to wait or find the perfect chance to be invested in the market. Because the stock market is irrational, really, in the short term, but zoom out, it's a great compounder of wealth given enough time. I hope by the end of this perhaps short episode, I can convince you to not try doing market timing. Let's go! Let us define first, what is market timing? Well, market timing is the same as trying to wait for a Shopee or Amazon sale. (laughs) You wait for the sale because obviously the products you want will be offered at a great discount at the time and day of the sale. The only difference with market timing and a Shopee 99 sale is that with Shopee, you know a sale will come at a defined date, while in market timing, you really don't know. Because oftentimes when you thought that you bought at a great discount of a stock you wanted to buy, it goes slower and lower the next days, as in my case. (laughs) So the usual dilemma or problem with this is you will ask yourself, is this the right time to buy? Will it go lower more? And the stress that comes with this is not really worth it. (laughs) Now I will talk about the reasons why it's not worth it and share to you the solution in the end. So the first reason why market timing won't do you any good is that what I said just earlier, it's really stressful. (laughs) I can't stress, pun intended, this enough. I know you will find, you know, reason out or you will reason out that the stress is justified because of course you're putting your hard earned money on the line. But Really, it's, it's not. I, I mean, no amount of money won't justify if your mental health is in the line. Plus, there is so much news and happenings in the world that as an individual retail investor will be too much for you to handle. Imagine watching ANC or CNBC every day on their shows about the current market and I'm pretty sure you will end up always second-guessing if you made the right investment. And also this involves pretty much you looking at the market screen of green and red numbers and you'll feel FOMO or the fear of missing out on a lot of high flyers on that day alone. Again, I'm making this short and simple. The stress in keeping up with the markets, it's not 
worth it unless it's your job. So, <laughs> so the second reason why market timing won't do you any good is that you have to be right not only once, but a lot of times. So let's put it this way. Let's say you manage to get the first timing right to buy at the bottom of the market. But then the market in a few months becomes, you know, frothy or it's in all-time highs. You're, it's in the peak. So you become uneasy and you want to take some gains off the table and you decided to sell. Then, yes, it's good for you because you have gains. But the next problem is... Can you get the timing right again to buy in the bottom? That's why I said you have to be right twice. The right time to buy and the right time to sell. Then you multiply it many times and you get my point. Because most often, you will be wrong. It's rare to be right. I mean, it's really lucky. You need to be really lucky all the time. Because you, because you might be selling at the current all-time high, but after a few months while you wait for a bottom, you might miss and the market rallies again, and then you miss your opportunity. That's why unless you have a crystal ball to predict market bottoms, don't try it. A research paper by Charles Schwab on market timing really hits the point on this. I'll put the link on the paper in the show notes, but I will save you the hassle of reading. The summary is, just don't try it. And lastly, the reason why you must not time the market is that trying to predict where the economy is headed is likely a useless endeavor. While... Yes, economic forecasts can be or perhaps can predict the markets in the short term, but in longer periods like decades will be much harder or even close to impossible. Who would have thought in 2010 that we will have a pandemic in 2020? (laughs) I remember in 2010, we were busy getting worried if the Mayan prophecy of an apocalypse will come. And, of course, it didn't. We're still here. <laughs> and besides, businesses don't work in the short term or in a few quarters. It takes years for businesses to grow. So why bother trying to forecast if a recession will come in the next few months? Let's take for example, um, Apple, a really popular business and we all know how Apple turned out. So if you bought at that dot-com bubble peak of Apple, your $1,000 will even become $118,000 today, assuming you reinvested the dividends. I know this is hindsight bias and... No one would know that in 2007, the iPhone will become the most successful product in history. But the point here is you wouldn't have cared what the interest rates are or where the economy is headed as long as you understood the business you're invested in. That's that's the same with Apple. However, (laughs) this is not to make a bad name for economists. 
I have friends in that industry and more power to them. It's just not my cup of tea and who knows? Maybe someday a perfect economic model will predict everything, but that's like predicting the weather 100% accurate. Okay, I'm gonna stop. (laughs) So, what would you do? What's the solution for not, you know, not timing the market? How do you shut off the noise about the market, especially in our age today where every news and data are easily and always shown in your phones? Well, this quote by Ken Fisher sums it up. Time in the market beats timing the market, meaning staying invested and consistently investing beats trying to get in and out of the market all the time. That simple. (laughs) And the way to be disciplined to follow this quote is either you shut off economic news and forecasts or just simply don't bother about it. Like for me, I, I use Twitter a lot and I would just scroll past those news and don't give it a second thought, really. And of course, the algorithm will, will know that I don't care about those news. And over time, the, the uh, Twitter don't show those to me. And also, this helped me a lot. I don't stress anymore on where the markets are headed after some news of such and such. I just trust the business fundamentals and the management itself of the company I invested in to do their job. That's why I am in stocks and don't do business on my own. (laughs) I entrust the CEO of the company that he will allocate my capital efficiently. Again, the quote is, timing the market beats timing the market. I should, you know, put, put this in a photo or a poster in my wall. Anyway, thank you for listening to this short episode. I really made this short and concise to hammer down the lessons quickly. And in the future, I'm planning to have a mailbag episodes or answer the questions you sent to me. So if you have some curious questions, kindly send it to my email at soshininvestor at gmail.com. If you like this episode, kindly subscribe and follow my podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Don't forget also to leave a 5-star rating and a review you see fit, as it really helps in the discovery algorithm. Also, if you want to reach out to me, kindly follow and like my Facebook page, The Seafer Investor Podcast. See you in the next episode. Bye!